Hi, from our respective apartments, it's just meowning full plastic. Here are the hosts <laughs> and jellicles of this podcast. Katie Clayzabella, the glamour cat, and Chris Dockham Shanks, the railway cat. Chris, welcome to the podcast. This is Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. Forget Dancing with the Stars for yet another week, folks, because we are talking about a cinematic masterpiece. Don't you mean a meowsterpiece? <laughs> a cinematic meowsterpiece. That's right, folks. It is Cats 2019. Woo! I'm equal parts, like, offended and, like, honored that I'm Grisabella, because I think you know who my favorite cat is. I mean, the only other one I was going to go with was going to be old, <laughs> I was going to call you old Katie, old Katie Clayneronomy. <laughs> I got Grisabella then. I'm happy I got Grisabella. But I mean, who doesn't want to be Dame Judy Dench cat with her human hands? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so... Because who is your favorite cat? <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. Okay, yeah, but I wasn't going to give you a male cat. I'm not going to misgender you as a cat. I know. That was very nice of you. That was very fair of you. We respect pronouns on this podcast. This is already off to the most unhinged start. <laughs> I mean, can I ask, can I unveil everything and just bare my soul to you right now in front of our listeners in a way that maybe we shouldn't? Yes. Take off your fur coat that you've been wearing all movie and your hat and just show your skin colored <laughs> glossy fur <laughs> okay did you have any plan going into this because i have an answer and i imagine yours is similar the fact that i like have very loose ideas of things to say as of <laughs> 15 minutes ago i think is a victory okay i have Four pages of notes, but no real plans on how to utilize them. <laughs> because this is a movie that you have to go into with expectations very low. And I no, feel like I no, need our listeners. No, no I disagree. <laughs> you want those expectations high. I think cats delivers on everything it promises well i would agree i would actually agree with that and so you think you should go in with low expectations i mean i don't feel like you should okay how do i say this i feel like people need to <laughs> not worry about the world that we're in <laughs> not worry about the backdrops and the sizing issue. Listen, Carver Clay is upset that we are talking about cats and he's not getting featured. So I'm going to give him a quick shout out before he eats my microphone. Thank you, Carver Clay, for being present. If Carver, well, who's to say he's not a Jellicle cat? So as Jellicle cats all have like a thing, what is Carver's Jellicle thing? Like, there's a railway cat, a glamour cat. There's a magical yeah. cat. Like, what is Carver Clay's thing? I mean, I think he is... So I think the easiest way that I can say it is that he is the highly distracted cat. I mean, I was figuring you were going to say, like, Carver Clay the ashhole cat or something like that, so... I mean, that does come into effect too oh my god 
Could you see his leap onto the bed? What a majestic beast. What a majestic beast. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> I don't even care. Okay, but honestly, like, I really do have a point. I think if you can leave, like, normal expectations at the door, where, like, you have to stop looking at the background and you have to stop thinking about the sizing of the characters to their background. And I think if you can just go into it with the expectation that you will be mildly entertained, it will meet and exceed your expectations. Okay, that's a really charitable way to describe it. I would say if you check just expectations that you're going to watch a good movie at the door, then you'll have a great time. But who's to say so, what is good or bad? Like, Cats defies a rating scale. <laughs> I agree. So do you think, I personally believe that both of us should attempt to give a plot summary of this movie. And I think that I should go first. Oh, yes. But first. What are your thoughts? Of course, I agree with that. But first, some statistics. Cats. Okay. 2019 directed by somehow academy award-winning director tom hooper director of musical train wreck les miserables i hated that movie i hate that movie i do not like that movie at all that's a hot take that's a hot take i know and i don't understand how people like it I saw I saw Le, I saw Les Mis in theaters with my sister and her husband and uh, a friend of mine and her then boyfriend. And when that movie ended, other people in the movie theater started applauding. And we all just turn and look at each other and we're like, can we finally go? And that is my opinion <laughs> on Les Mis. Okay. I like the musical, but the movie is garbage. So, Tom Hooper's Cats, (laughs) based on the musical Cats by Andrew Lloyd Webber, Mm -hmm. uh, with poetry by T.S. Eliot, um, this movie cost somewhere, allegedly, around 80 to 100 million dollars, depending on who you ask it made how much do you think it made at the box office 30 million no it made 75 million at the box office that had to have all been like opening weekend so in the u.s it made 27 million dollars total okay everything else is worldwide for what it's worth um no in its opening weekend uh, it only made six and a half million dollars. <laughs> it was projected, it was originally projected to gross like 15 million, 20 million that opening weekend. <laughs> and um, it didn't do yep. great. Yep. Um, it opened the same weekend as Rise of Skywalker, which is also a garbage movie. Yes. But Rise of Skywalker is less fun. Um, And uh, so here's the thing with Cats. What else was in theaters around that same time? (laughs) Well, that's, I know, girl, I know exactly what you're asking about. Because I was about to launch into my history with Cats. Then you can tell your history with Cats. And then we'll summarize this movie. Okay. Um. Okay, okay. So when the first announcements of this movie, which were dating back to like maybe 2017, like 16 or 17, around then is when Mm -hmm. we knew this movie was in development. And I mean, this has been in development for years. Like lots of studios, lots of things wanted to do this. Spielberg wanted to produce an animated adaptation of Cats long ago, which would have been a choice. But uh it's a choice. <laughs> I mean, this movie is a choice too. But uh but when it was announced, I was like, this is gonna be garbage. And knowing it was Tom Hooper, I was like, this is gonna be garbage. 
and mm -hmm. it would feel like me as a musical person should be the audience so the fact that i'm like no this is gonna be hot garbage mama um is a sign and so when the first trailer came out even the, the day before the first trailer where they had this featurette and it has dame judy dench like talking in hallowed tones about just the reverence of the theater and this event this thing and then she reveals she's talking about the stage version of cats and then they start talking mm -hmm. about all the things they're doing for this movie it's where the digital fur technology line came from it's where yep. they're people but their cats came from like all these things and i was like this is going to be everything i dreamed and more and then the trailer the yep. next day and i remember where i was a cultural reset it was just <laughs> stunning incredible perfection and mm -hmm. people are making fun of it online. And I'm like, this is not your thing to make fun of. I have been waiting for this for so long. My whole life. <laughs> and finally, the movie comes out. And I saw it opening weekend, Sunday afternoon at like a 12 o'clock showing. Mm -hmm. And the group that I was with, we were we were all in a certain frame of mind together so we were having mm -hmm. a we were just like we were right there for it we were singing along we were clapping we were like oh we had so much fun and i felt bad because there were other actual people there seeing the movie <laughs> <laughs> and then i saw it once more in theaters and twice more since then i love this movie i love this movie mm-hmm what is your history with Cats 2019? So I remember when the trailer came out like vaguely and I remember all of the hype of the people going on their t late night show circuits and hyping up that they went to cat school to learn how to be more cat-like. And I remember Jason Derulo saying, I'm so well hung that they had to edit that out of the movie. And oh. I remember... <laughs> I remember... Where, so I did not get where to were see you? It. Where were you when Taylor Swift said you can't spell cats without ts? Um, probably in my bedroom, rolling <laughs> my eyes hard. <laughs> um, so I did not see it in theaters, which is a shame. I heard about one of my dear friends Amelia's family's experience in theaters which was that when Sir Ian McKellen begins to sing, her father got up and left the theater and did not return <laughs> and did not tell anyone that he had reached his limit. He just silently got up and left. And so that's like all that I, the knowledge that I had about it. And so my roommate and I were in a certain frame of mind and we were like, you know what? We should watch it. We should just experience this. And so I have seen Cats now four times, which is like unbelievable. I've seen Cats four times and I still don't think I could accurately tell you what it's about. Magical cats, pragmatical cats, fanatical cats, oratorical cats, delphicorical cats, skeptical cats, dyspeptical cats, romantical cats, pedantical cats, critical cats, aristocratical cats, allegorical cats, metaphorical cats, statistical cats, and mystical cats, political cats, clerical cats, hysterical cats, cynical cats, rabbinical cats, and magical cats. So would you like to summarize it first or should I? I think you'll have a better summary. So why don't we let me because yes. 
You say that you say that as though I don't kind of have something planned. What do you have planned? Like the summary in my brain. And I don't think this summary is what you think it's going to be. I'm gonna go first. Okay. Okay. I will let you be the jellical choice. The movie begins with Victoria getting abandoned and then some jellical cats come out and they sing and they tell her that they're jellical cats and then they abandon her and McCavity shows up and then we meet Jenny Any Dots for some reason and then we meet the Rum Tum Tiger for some reason and the Rum Tum Tiger t- Okay, is it Tiger or Tugger? It's a he's a Tugger. Which, I mean, is very appropriate for Jason Derulo's press cycle about cats. So, the Rum Tum Tugger criticizes her, and he starts singing, and then Grisabella's just, like, lurking in the shadows, like, oh, I wish I could be with everyone. And then Bustopher Jones shows up, and then he sings about food, and then the cats... The thief cats show up, and it's Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteza, because they have weird, like, Cockney accents, kind of. And then Old Deuteronomy shows up. Basically, people are just, like, showing up willy-nilly. So then Old Deuteronomy comes up, and they're like, oh, my God, we are going to do an interpretive dance giving ourselves to Old Deuteronomy. And she's like, I get to give a jellical choice because I am old and I'm going to send someone to the heavy side layer, even though nobody knows what any of these things mean. And like poor Victoria, like, can we just talk for a second, like person to person? Victoria has just been abandoned by her family and is just thrust into this world and like probably just needs a hug. And they are like, we're jellical cats and we're jellical. And she is like, will somebody please just comfort me for 30 seconds? Oh, girl, that's what Magical Mr. Mistopheles wants to do. He just wants to comfort her. Yes, he does. So then Old Deuteronomy is like, I am going to start a ball. And then Victoria is like, I feel so bad for Grisabella. And then... McCavity is just like stealing everybody and every time that he steals someone he yells like magic or he yells like inevitable and you're like okay road flex and then Taylor Swift cat shows up and she just drugs everybody and then old Deuteronomy comes back and then she is like Grisabella you are have been shunned and maybe we were wrong for shunning you and you are my choice and then McCavity tries to ride the hot air balloon but he doesn't succeed and then they all stand at the fountain and they say we are not dogs (laughs) the end (laughs) And I have no reason, no idea why any of these things go together. Would you like me to summarize cats? I would love you to summarize cats. Cats 2019 is a psychosexual thriller about... about cats who are too horny for their own good and just want to sing about who they are, what they do, and they want to go be, like, killed off. Then one of them is the end. Also, Dame Judi Dench has human hands. Do they want to be killed off? Is that what they're doing? Yes! The Okay, so the heavy side layer. Yeah, what is the heavy side layer? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. <laughs> okay, so the heavy side layer. Is it the, euthanization? The heavy side layer is where a cat goes to be reincarnated Reborn. into a new life. So like Grizabella is going off to get a new life and become a new cat. 
Oh my god, if you tell me that they choose a cat to kill, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I feel tears welling up in my eyes right and I'm, now. Like, the thing is, this part, is not that's not a bit. Like, that's what the whole point of cats is. Is that they're choosing someone to go, like, be reincarnated. <laughs> I just don't do well. Oh this God. is so Katie, Katie, you are like full on crying. I don't do well with cats dying because of Carver. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll make it through. Okay, so let me ask you what you think a jellical cat is. What is a jellical cat? A jellicle cat is just like a special little cat. I don't know. They're just like a special breed of they're like the chosen ones. Yeah, that's it. I will say that's not really ever explained. But um so you've never seen the original musical, have you? No. Yeah. Neither have I. I've never really had any like feelings about cats which is why i love the fact that i love the movie so much is because i don't care about cats um but i do think it was never gonna work as a movie because like we've made it clear it's just cats coming on and saying here's who i am and what i do the end on stage you can kind of get away with that and you're singing at the audience so that Something like the end of the movie where Dame Judy Denchcat turns to camera for like five minutes. <laughs> it's like, literally, I watched this last night with my roommate and it was the first time that we had watched it in a perfectly clear frame of mind. And my roommate was like, whoa, 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 why is she breaking that? Like, he was like taken aback and he was like, why is she breaking the fourth wall right now? I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it like it comes out of nowhere in the movie. On stage, that's like the entire thing. There's not really a plot of cats, and that's fine. The movie tries to make more of a plot with McCavity being like, I want to be reincarnated, so I'm gonna kidnap all the candidates, but not all the candidates for the Jellicle choice. Like, it's very unclear. It's very weird, yeah. but he's like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna be the Jellicle choice. And it's like, well what? why (laughs) aren't there better ways to do this i would like to read you elaine stretch broadway legend cantankerous old woman um went to see cats when before it opened in london and i would just like to read you what she thought of it so she was like invited to go so she goes trying to be like okay well i'll be grateful about it quote i just hated every minute of it the first act i was all dressed up and the cats came out through the audience they were mussing people's hair and you now touching me one of them came near me i remember looking at it and saying don't touch me that's how much i hated that show i didn't want anything to do with it and she walked out at intermission oh my god so this was of the theatrical the theater show oh yeah no she dead now (laughs) (laughs) she she... yeah because when did cats like when was cats a thing in the 80s because I have a memory of some VHS tape that we owned yes. that like advertised cats and had like her singing memory. So like I know the song memory mm-hmm. going into the movie. Yeah. So the stage musical first opens. So can I ask you a question? Yes. This, the stage musical opened in 1981 and the like VHS trailer that you're recalling, they did like a pro shot that they sold on home video of the stage production. Uh, and that was released mm-hmm. in 1998, which is why Cats 2019 is kind of a vague like Broadway internet meme because it's to differentiate it from Cats 1998. 
mm-hmm. which was just a direct-to-video thing. Okay, you had a question. So I have a question for you. So obviously the, the stage production features heavy costumes, mm-hmm. whatever. Leg warmers. What do you think of the choice to make them, to put the fur on electronically whatever the right way of saying that is to use digital fur technology (laughs) yes there we go if you are gonna commit to this movie in a way that it should never be committed to but the fact that you're making a film version of cats means you're doing it um means go whole hog do this do the digital fur technology make them people but also cats do it Yes. I love it. Second follow-up question for you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Will they ever release the butthole version? That's one cat subculture that I will just not get behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I believe in the sanctity. Is that a thing that you can get your hands on? Is that a thing you can get your hands on? Wasn't that like a joke that like if you paid yes, so much it money, is, you could it get is like, like a joke version? because okay, okay. yes, it, what we know is they did this in like the worst possible way because Tom Hooper is committed to live on set singing, which. It mm-hmm. sounds good on paper, but is in actuality like an awful thing for filmmaking. Um, and he was also committed to, again, like doing everything as though it were like as realistic as possible, even though it's cats. And they obviously have terrible scale problems. So realism, whatever. We're but, very uh, aware of that. Yep. Um. But so rather than have them in usual, like, motion capture suits, that's not what they were wearing. They're wearing, like, different outfits. And essentially what the special effects people had to do, in my understanding, were they basically had to animate on top of the film images that existed. They had to animate the fur on them. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't as easy as just, like, mapping to a motion capture suit. My understanding then was when the trailer came out, because the movie was not done yet. Movies aren't when first trailers come out. Correct. And when the trailer came out and the reaction was what it was, Universal went from thinking here they had like an Oscar bait movie on their hands that could be like a big hit of the holiday season to, uh oh, we might have a bomb with us so the rumor is they then slashed a lot of the special effects budget for the movie that had not been completed which is how some of the special effects end up so bad in the movie we also know it became so rushed to the point where like tom hooper hadn't seen the finalized cut with everything finalized in it until the premiere of the movie um and so from that that's where like the rumor of the butthole cut came that there were shots that like didn't look right that looked like cats had buttholes Mm -hmm. buttholes yeah give us the butthole version you cowards so this is nominally a dance podcast Do you have a favorite? So this is a different kind of dancing in this movie. Oh yeah, there's all there's all styles of dancing. We have tap dancing, we have break dancing, we have ballet dancing, we have yep horny jerking around. Yeah, interpretive <laughs> dancing, rhythmic you... breathing dancing. Yep. yep Do you yep, have yep. a favorite number in the movie from a dance perspective? 
from a dance perspective, it weirdly enough might be the Jellico Ball scene. I was gonna pick no, that, assuming no, you no, weren't no, gonna no, pick no. it. <laughs> no, I'm such a liar. It's the it's the it's the um Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. That is See, my favorite. I was like, you're gonna choose Skimble, so I'm gonna pick the Jellicle Ball because I also think it should be discussed. And then you said that I was like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I am a pathological liar. We uh, well established. So let's talk about Skimble. It is the best part of the movie. Skimble is a banger. Yes. Okay, but it comes out of like F8 nowhere. It's like Okay, what number ball. doesn't? What like, number doesn't? <laughs> okay, very fair point. A very fair point. And so then they're like, our next contestant. Cause isn't is he after? Yeah. It's like oh it's Jellicle Ball, and then it's Gus doing whatever the heck mm -hmm. Gus is doing. And then they're like, and our next contestant is Skimble Shanks, the railway cat. Ba, ba, so ba, it starts ba, out, and they're kind of like, they're kind of like singing their little intro, and then he gets on the railway, and it's like, tap, tap. And like the tempo was building, and you're just like, "What an icon! It's so good! It's so good!" I love that they cast an actual tap dancer and not a celebrity in this role, so that we just have to talk about him as Skimble Shanks because he is so great. Yes. Love the mustache, love the pants, so they uh -huh. didn't have to animate fur on his legs. He has kind of an awkward accent is he german i have no idea he doesn't sound british i don't think i just know him as skimbleshanks his name is stephen mcrae i don't know what that that doesn't really paint german to me <laughs> what would uh, <laughs> uh he uh, i believe he is australian <laughs> Do you want do you want me to try to do an Australian accent? Is that what you're trying to get me to do? Oh my god, no. I was hearing you say, I don't know if it was the internet connection or why I was hearing you say he's billion. And I was like, what the hell is billion? <laughs> yeah, he's from the country of Billius. super familiar with that okay so maybe that's the accent i was picking up on super close to german you know those australians yeah i mean it's such a good number it's like it's a banger it's a it's a banger yes it's also yes. one of the songs that most so uses synthesizers which i mean are all over this score but like they're so fun in this no, I love Skimble. I think Skimble Shanks is hand down the best one. Of course, this leads to the biggest scale problem in the movie. Would you like to describe yeah. the mice? Yeah. When does a mice show up? Well, a mouse shows up uh, because I. Do you not remember when the mouse shows up in Skimble Shanks with its two iconic lines? No. No. So they're in, they're in the railway cabin. Uh, and there, I don't know the exact line, uh, something by mice, and the mouse shows up and goes, Ah! Cats! Skimble! <laughs> and it's one of my, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I was thinking of when they're on the railway tracks on the bridge. Oh, well, that's real bad. they look as if they're like two inches tall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, they look but then, as though they're like two ugh. inches tall as they're like tap dancing around and it's like, okay. This movie is just so disastrous and I love everything about it because of it. It's chaotic. It is the perfect amount of chaotic energy. So why don't you talk about your favorite dance number? Okay, so here's the thing about the Jellicle Ball. It is, it is the most WTF moment in the movie. Yes. Like, even more but than... Only, 
only for a couple of seconds. It's not <gasps> like the entire thing is WTF. No, I think the whole it thing It starts is. off. It starts off with them, like, doing their rhythmic breathing. And you're like, okay. But then it turns into, like, decent dancing. It turns into decent dancing, but it's so unclear why any of this is happening. (laughs) What is happening? Like, that's what makes it just so inexplicable. Because it is just, like... And... That's the moment, because that's, like, the halfway point in the movie. And I will say, the first time I saw it, this was my bathroom break moment. That I was like... (laughs) I don't blame you. (laughs) And, no, honestly, I was like, we need to, like, we need a bathroom break. But I don't want to miss a single second of it. I I, kid you not, I sprinted through the movie theater (laughs) so that I could get back (laughs) as quickly as possible. didn't want to miss anything i understand i completely understand so i was glad when i saw it a second time because i was like now i can see what i missed yeah it just i mean this number when the synths take over in the second half and when it just goes to that up-tempo version of the opening number again yeah i can't tell you how many times i've listened to that music because it's so good it's so pump up yeah one of the weird things is they seem like highly transfixed on the moon throughout it like they keep looking up in longing and i did you just flex did you just flex? no i I was gonna say okay hot girl summer over there okay so they do like like a lot of looking up at the moon and i don't really understand why the moon was playing a role because the jellical moon comes out tonight (laughs) i wish i had another explanation for you but that's it (laughs) that's literally it the jellical moon comes out tonight okay well jellicals go to the jellical ball much but basically, they're just, like, interpretive dancing. And again, Victoria is, like, heavily featured in mm-hmm. every musical number, yes. except for Skimble Shanks. So, shout out Skimble. Victoria has just been abandoned. And they are looking at her like, your turn to perform a solo. This girl should be huddled in a corner crying right now. No, Katie, she doesn't need to be huddled in a corner crying right now because she's so hot. Jason Derulo cat wants her. Yeah. Magical Mr. Mistopheles wants her. I bet Dame Judy Dench cat wants her. She has a moment with her. Probably. Ian, Sir Ian McKellen cat probably wants her. No. No. Too far. No, Sir Ian McKellen cat is definitely more into not her. <laughs> She's not his type. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so here's one of the things I love. There's a cat fandom. <laughs> and um in like cat's stage things. The mm-hmm. fandom basically ships or like puts as a couple the magical Mr. Mistopheles and the Rum Tum Tugger. And so that's why I think it's very funny that both of them get like very overt, like, hey, Victoria, wanna nuzzle noses? <laughs> I really like Mr. Mistopheles. And so I like that she seems to side with him instead of the rum tum tiger she does not want to uh talk. <laughs> that's not appropriate that's so not appropriate <laughs> okay why don't we i'm gonna give you like three seconds and i'm gonna go through basically every song and i want you to either summarize or to react to each song okay 
I'm not going to know the actual names of them. I just know how I wrote them down. <laughs> so do you so, want me to try to figure out which song you're talking about, too? <laughs> yes. Okay. So the first one is obviously the intro, the Jellicle Cat song. Banger. Perfect. Okay. Then that's the cat naming song. Robbie Fairchild is... Um, he's a ballet dancer and uh, Tony nominee for an American in Paris. I really like him. He is an unsung hero of this movie because he gives it way more than it deserves. And he does a lot to like hold things together in a very thankless role. This number, I will say the second number is boring as heck. And it's just like, a, I forget how early it happens every time. Was that three seconds? Well, it's just stupid. They're like, no, it was much more, but we're going to allow it. So in this one, they're like, oh, a cat has three names, but then they don't give her any other names. She just remains Victoria. Okay. Then Mr. Mustafeles sings about the Jellicoe Ball. It, it's all part of the same number. And they me. like explain what it is. Yeah, it's it's okay. it's still part Jenny, of the same Jenny, any, any dot song. Horrific. But at least Rebel Wilson the Jenny gets the Jenny Doc song. Yes, oh. horrific. The skin pull, the like, yeah. the mice, the cockroaches. It's I mean, so wrong. It's like one of the worst parts of the it's movie. Horrible. It's horrible. And also, horrible. I don't really like Rebel Wilson. Okay, the Rum Tum Tugger song. Milk. <laughs> My roommate said he thinks that that might be his favorite song. Okay. It is. Um, it slaps. And then Buster for Jones. I hate James Corden. You hate him? Yeah. Okay. And then Rumpel Teaser and Monka Jerry. That's the bathroom break song. <laughs> oh, I kind of like it. I'm okay with that. Okay. It just goes and on then forever. the Growl Tiger song. The Growl Tiger <laughs> song is the freaking bathroom break song. It's not even a song. No, it's not. It's like two seconds of him because, singing. Because the original version of it is this whole like long extended sequence. It's a character that uh gus the theater cat performed and so they do this big theatrical performance and it's a little racist so they cut most of it out and just changed it to something else okay love that okay then the old deuteronomy song a prelude to better okay. stuff okay and then the jellico ball song synthesizers and then we have um, memory part one. Woo. <laughs> okay, and then we have Victoria singing about the meaning of life. Is this the Taylor Swift one? This is the Taylor Swift song. Okay. It's pointless. It, like, <laughs> it doesn't belong here. Okay. Should we explain what the Taylor Swift song means for anybody no. who doesn't know, or should we just gloss right on over that? Golden Globe okay, nominated beautiful um, ghosts. And then Gus the Theater Cat song. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen understood the assignment. Actually, he didn't understand the assignment yes, because he okay, does a good then... job. <laughs> and then Skindle Shanks, we've already talked about that, but Banger. Okay, Bomb Lorena song. McCavity the mystery cat yeah naked idris elba cat i don't think so honey okay magical mr mistopheles it's fun to sing along to but it is so poorly paced you have your opinions memory okay the the problem with it is is how many like silent sequences in between like verses and choruses they put in it, like tom hooper had no sense of like how to make the song flow it just makes it like the way it's chopped up feels like it takes forever for the song to go 
It's a good song. It's fun to sing along to. We sang along in opening weekend. Yeah. It's like I can agree with what you're saying, but I just love the song. So I it's, just feel it's like just I have a to sign defend of how... it from this garbage that you're spewing against it. No, it's fair. It's just it's it's a sign of how Tom Hooper doesn't understand how to make a musical. Correct. Memory. With this song, I always think of, there's a tweet. Um, <laughs> it's one of my favorite tweets of all time. Uh, and I mean, there were a lot of good tweets around cats uh, on gay Twitter. Yeah. But um, there's one person who tweeted out, like, the world on December 22nd, 2019. Um, and do you know that clip in Spider-Man where... Like, the Sam Raimi original Spider-Man movie where Aunt May is, like, uh, kneeling beside her bed, like, praying and, like, doing the Lord's Prayer. And then the Green Goblin, like, explodes the side of her house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that video. (laughs) But right before the explosion, you start to hear the orchestra come in. And when the house explodes, it's just the touch me. It's so <laughs> and it's one of. I want you to send that to me. It makes me scream every time, uh, girl. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Yes. Uh... Okay, and then it's just the finale song. Before you say that, Katie, first your memory I'll jog and say a cat is not a dog. A dog. Isn't that the finale song? Girl, I was just trying to do the lyrics of it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) Is it a perfect movie? So before we wrap up, yes. I mean, no. I mean, yes. (laughs) So before we wrap up, I had texted you and I had told you that I had a hot take. Are you ready for it? Absolutely not. So keep in mind that my hot take was before I understood what picking a cat meant. Okay? I believe that Grizabella was the wrong choice. And I believe that Mr. Mistopheles, the mother forker who brought her back with magic, should have been the correct choice. She's like, oh, you brought me back from, like, almost dying? Oh, Grisabella, you sang such a nice song. You can have it. But she's singing about how, think of the life she used to have, and a new day has begun, and all these things. Ugh. here's the thing cats makes no sense there's no part of cats that makes sense i'm trying to like justify things i'm like i can't Uh, (laughs) i don't even care to i understand the question is who's even listening at this point i mean my family has a recurring bit now where they taught my nephew to say no cats christopher anytime i start bringing up cats because christmas 2019 all i wanted to do was talk about cats until I saw the movie Little Women, Phenomenal. which is finally answering what you were trying to get me to say like an hour ago. Because you were like, what else was out at the time? The answer was Little Women. Little Women, the only movie that got me to think about not cats. My Little Women, how you've grown. <laughs> it's still like the one weirdest part of the movie is when Bob Odenkirk shows up and does that. I'm going to be honest, after we get off of the Zoom call, I might try and watch Little Woman before I go to bed tonight. That'd be such a good idea. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. Also, I have a hot take about Little Women. I think the worst performance in that movie is given by Laura Dern. I think that's an accurate assumption. Assess. I think that's an accurate description of the movie. Anyway, really quickly, before we wrap up on my end. (laughs) So, the YouTube channel Watch Mojo did a list of 10 things Mm -hmm. 
that are like cringeworthy or bad in the movie Cats. I'm going to read you these. I'm going to count them down from 10. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me if you agree or disagree. I'm going to tell you when I disagree because I strongly disagree with some of these choices. Number 10. They think the Rum Tum Tugger is way too sexy. (laughs) Uh, Disagree. I also think that's just a weird thing to put on your list. There are worse things to talk about in this movie than like... Yeah, I don't even really... Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I disagree. If you want to talk about the cat's like, tonguing things of milk in like, weirdly like, erotic ways, talk about that. (laughs) Number nine, the heavy side layer being death to a cat. (laughs) Well, I didn't even realize that that was what it was, so I guess I would say disagree. Uh, number eight. Something I was just talking about. The song Mr. Mistopheles feeling way too long. Disagree. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. Number seven. Everything about Gus the Theater Cat's number. Agree. Okay, <laughs> I thought that's what has been happening this whole time. We need to get this slander out of the way. I mean, A, we're already at war with Amelia's father because that was not the time to walk out of the theater. You don't like <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen Cat in this movie? I I don't dislike Sir Ian McKellen Cat. I don't fully understand his piece. I genuinely like vaguely teared up in the theater at that and I turned to the people I was with and we were like are we moved by this? Which means that Sir Ian McKellen did not understand the assignment because he gave a good performance but I have seen other people that like criticize him in this movie and I don't understand it. Anyway number six So I'm not criticizing him, I'm criticizing that song. I don't fully understand that song Number six I have to explain mm-hmm. this one out. Bustopher Jones, the James Corden cat song. Mm-hmm. They think that it's basically a troll do- job that James Corden understood he was in a bad movie and was kind of making fun of it, but they also call his performance a genuinely entertaining performance. Which Disagree. I hate so much. I hate them. We're at war with them. Number five. At the end of Skimbleshanks, when Skimbleshanks rises into the air. Correct. No, I screamed at that. I was thrilled when I first saw that. No, I was too. Oh, they're saying that they didn't like it? They're saying it's like a bad thing in Cats. No, loved it. Loved it. Disagree. Disagree. Yeah. Yeah. Number four, Dame Judy direct to camera. Um, the fact that this is this low because in the movie the... sense, <laughs> like that should probably be like a number one spot. I know, but I also love it, even though it's like horrific. Uh, number three should be number one. It is Idris Elba cat naked, should be number one. Um, when is he naked at the end of the movie? At the end of, like, when he appears without his coat and hat at the end of Taylor Swift Cat's song about him. I don't really, I don't care that much about that. No, no. Because I I commented on it, but I don't think that's, like, the worst thing about it. It is one of the most jarring things in the movie. It is, like, hysterically off-putting. Do they draw that much attention to the fact that he's naked? Yes! Well, be- no, okay, so, quote-unquote naked. Because, like, he's been wearing a coat and a hat this whole movie. A giant fur coat. Yeah, the whole time. And when he appears at the end of McCavity the Mystery Cat, because he is McCavity, and he appears without his coat. And he- Idris Elba Cat is the only one who is given a vaguely human skin color. Uh Uh-huh. And it is, like- it is Idris Elba's, like, actual skin color, just yeah. weirdly glossy and, like, fur. And then he has, like, no clothes on, so it doesn't, it, it looks, like, weirdly humanoid, but not, it's, like, 
horrifying. And then Idris Elba okay, tries to okay. Idris Elba cat tries to dance, and it's so bad. It's very funny. Number yeah. two, the opening number. How dare they? Yeah, disagree, disagree. And then number one, they have uh, Rebel Wilson cat's song, which is the worst part of the movie. It, correct, correct. So, out of five floating skimble shanks. How many floating skimble shanks do you give the dances and the dancing of Cats 2019? Like, like three and a half, maybe? Five. Five floating skimble shanks. Out of five Dame Judi Dench Cats human hands, how many human hands do you give Cats 2019? I mean, like... Like two. Why only two? Because or I, why there are as many as two. There are a lot of issues, but I think if you can look past the issues, it is still a mildly entertaining movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm picking up what you're putting down. This movie is perfect. It is ineffable. It is stunning. Ineffable. <laughs> it is. An icon, it is the moment. I give it zero human hands. All right. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe five. I mean, honestly, it's zero and five. It is zero and five human hands. It is if you neither. Give it five, if you give it five, I'm mad at you because you only gave Dirty Dancing like three and a half. So if you give Cats five, I'm mad at you. Well, no, this is on a scale of human hands, which is very different than whatever it was that Dirty Dancing was out of. I love this movie. So I do kind of love this movie. My best friend Megan was like, I have never watched it. Will you please watch this with me sometime? And I was like, you know what? I would very happily watch this with you. So that's Cats. If you stuck with us, great. I don't know what this was. This was... I don't even know what we talked about. We are an hour into this, and I have no idea what we talked about tonight. This feels less listenable than usual. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So next week is going to be our final special Summer of Fun movie episode. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't know if it'll be the end of the Summer of Fun yet, but we're getting close. <laughs> Clearly... I don't think it'll be the end of Summer of Fun, but I think it'll be the end of Summer of Fun movie edition. Yeah. Who knows? We we are doing a great job of planning things in advance. Next time, we've teased this. We are going to talk about famous dance <laughs> Another famous dance movie. Heavily dance featured movie. Titanic. (laughs) A famous, famously dance movie. Every night in my dreams, I see you, I feel you. If you, (laughs) if you want to see us in your dreams, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate us five stars. Tell your friends. Listen on other platforms. Share it. Yeah. You can find us and you can interact with us on Twitter at JMPPod. And you can find us and interact with us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. Despite Alex's pleas, there is still no Instagram. Katie, I think that's it. I love you. And I like you as my jellical choice. Chris, I'll never let go. And please stay tuned for this showing of James Cameron's 1997 epic, 
Titanic coming up next. Okay, here's the thing, though. I just realized that you just said that you wish that you could, like, kill me. (laughs) (laughs) You can leave all that to the railway cats. The cats on the railway train.